talk a little bit about the Warriors versus Lakers series. Steph Curry and the Warriors tied their series against the LeBron and the Lakers on Thursday night. True story or fake news, Curry is more deserving of being on the NBA's Mount Rushmore than LeBron James. This is fake news. Uh, LeBron's one of the all-time greats. What makes LeBron so incredible is that he's age 38 and he's still doing what he's doing. Now, Curry is is incredible and what he did in Game 7 against Sacramento. I, when I was producing the show last night, I was talking with Ryan, Nick, and Trista, and I was just like, when are we going to talk about like Steph Curry being one of the, maybe like the best offensive basketball player of all time? Like, he is just truly unguardable. LeBron is just, I mean, he, he does everything well. He, he rebounds, he scores, he assists, he leads. And, you know, it's kind of like with LeBron, it's the Mahomes thing. Like, you really don't need to surround him with much. You just put guys out there and he finds a way to make it work. Steph's an all-timer. He's fantastic. But LeBron is, uh, he's the greatest basketball player of, of my lifetime. I mean, he's hes one of one. So, I uh, this is fake news for me. Yeah, I mean, like, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't hate Steph uh, being on the Mount Rushmore of NBA basketball just because he literally changed the way that the yeah, game is played. True. And what I love about it, man, like Steph, I wish when I was growing up I could watch somebody like Steph. Um, but because like nobody could just go out right, there and like, be who was LeBron. The closest thing in the eighties and nineties to no, no. I mean, dude. I mean, Nat, like no Nash was early two thousand, but Nash was never. It, I mean, he was, it was a great a, shooter. But when I watched in the nineties, it was a mid range. I mean, like Jordan had the, uh, you know, like the fadeaway jumper. It was a lot of mid range jumpers. Yeah, a lot of low scoring games. You had some knockdown three point shooters, sure. but there were specialists like Steve Kerr. I mean, you had great shooters. Don't get me wrong, Reggie Miller. Right, there you go, right, right. Reggie Miller. And Larry Bird were the best shooters that I had ever seen yes. before I saw Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. Steph Curry changed the way. Like, back even when I was in, like, 7th, 8th grade, freshman, sophomore year of high school, if you shot nine, ten threes in a game, PJ Tucker's got you were nine getting points. benched. You couldn't just pull up from half court. Even if you were hitting those, those were considered a bad shot. Right. Steph changed the way that the game's played. Also, like, if I'm a kid... I probably know I'm not going to be six foot nine, two hundred and seventy-five pounds. So it's tough for me to go to the playground and pretend to be LeBron James. But everybody, well, not everybody, but anybody could just work on their three-point jumper, their handles, and pretend to be Steph Curry. But man, LeBron, though, especially this year, if they even get to the Western Conference Finals, I think you have to talk about him as the greatest basketball player of all time. Not the greatest scorer. I'm still, I'm a Chicago guy. I'm always going to say Jordan. But LeBron is a great rebounder. He's a great defender. He's a great passer. He could score 40 whenever he wants. And the other thing is, he's been under the microscope since he's been 18 years old. Actually, since he's been 15 years old, a freshman in high school, he's never screwed up one time. Yeah, you know, I true. love Jordan, but like, look at the stories that come out about Jordan. There's the gambling. There's the cheating. There's every time you see him, his eyes are redder than you know the St. Louis Cardinals hats right there. He likes to booze a little bit. LeBron is like, good dad. He's built schools. He's done so much for the community. Mm-hmm. I'm a LeBron hater always as a Chicago guy on the floor, but off the floor, I think he's a great dude, and uh, I think he's, if not the greatest of all time, I think he's right there 1B next to Michael Jordan and Magic Johnson. Let's go from the greatest of all time to the greatest in a season and see if this player could eventually be that. The Timberwolves are reportedly planning on building around Ant Edwards moving forward. True story or fake news, Ant Edwards will one day be an NBA MVP in Minnesota. It's a great question. Uh, I'm going to lean more so towards true story than fake news. Just because, look, Ann Edwards was a number one pick. This guy's always had the potential, and it looks like he's going to reach that. I think Ant's biggest detriment towards him 
is the fact that he plays for the Minnesota Timberwolves, yeah. right? Like, how many nationally televised games is he going to play? Now, with that being said, we thought that would probably be, a, you know, detriment to Jokic, and he won back-to-back. It looked like for a while there he was going to win a third straight. So if Ant Edwards is dropping 30 a game and he's just must-see TV and he's a national draw, then I think absolutely, but... It's a good question, Nick, because Ann Edwards is like on the fringe of like a budding superstar and definitely could be in the NBA uh, MVP conversation one day. So I will say true story to that because I think there's a better chance he wins MVP than he doesn't. I'm going to say he wins an MVP, but maybe not in Minnesota just because of what PJ just said. It's (laughs) Minnesota. Like, I actually like the Timberwolves heading into the season. Not going to lie. I like the Rudy Gobert pickup because I thought that was going to allow Carl Anthony Towns to play the four, stay out of foul trouble. Didn't work out. But, man, Ant is a killer. I mean, you look at... So he comes into the league in 2020, averages 19 points per game as a rookie on 41% field goal shooting, 32% from three, four boards, and almost three assists per game. What I like about him is he works on his game and he gets better every year. So he goes from 19 points per game as a rookie to 21 in his second year, all the way up to 24 this year. He also averages almost six rebounds, almost five assists, and almost two steals per game since he's came into the league. So he's actually giving you effort on the defensive end, which everybody in this league, especially in the regular season, doesn't do. I'm going to say, yeah, man, and he's a killer. I love Ant. Um, hopefully, like, in Minnesota, even though I uh, you know, hate the Vikings and whatnot, <laughs> they deserve nice things. So I hope it is with Minnesota. I mean, the guy turns 22 in August. Like, he's still so young. I yeah, mean, he's, he's still got, like, three years out until he hits his prime. So, yeah, I think there's a better chance that he gets one. And I think it also helps that they're finally understanding they need to build around him and not Carl Anthony Towns. So yeah, because he's be... softer than Roseanne's son. That's his problem, <laughs> dude. Like, he's soft. Oh, big time. I mean, we saw that. He fouled out in that playing game. He's crying with his girlfriend on the Free floor. Free throws for your boy. Oh, he's got two he's, shots. I don't want to jinx it right now, Peach. Is he up to 19 now? So, and Bede's got, holy, I almost swore, 23. We could get there, actually. I'm going to shut up. Let's yeah. go! Let's keep doing some true story or fake news. Let's, Let's get some winners up. home after I watch our Hurricanes <laughs> wet the bed. What do you got, Perla? Let's talk about the Dallas Mavericks because they missed the playoffs this season despite trading for Kyrie Irving at the trade deadline. PJ, me and you were in this studio we when that trade went down. Mm-hmm. We were talking Western Conference Finals. We were talking NBA Finals. Uh, instead, they're they're on the final tee of the, <laughs> the 18th hole. Yes. True story or fake news, Irving will return to Dallas this summer and be a top team in the West in 2023. Oh, timeout, Peach. You are so lucky. PJ Tucker just left the arena. He's leaving the floor. I don't know if he got hurt or what. Sorry, go on. Because wow. you, got, you got here over three and a half points. I do. Thank God. He actually has nine today. Yeah, I know. This is tough, Nick. Kyrie Irving will return to Dallas. Oh, man. No, it isn't. Peach, he's going to be a Laker with LeBron. Yeah, the NBA. you're right. Say tough. He ain't going you're back to Dallas. Right. Who the hell wants to go back? I mean, I love Dallas. Don't get me wrong. But Luka don't want to be there. Luka no. will not finish his career as a Mav. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But no, he's going to be a Laker. I was torn, and then you brought that up, and I'm like, and yeah, I know everything. Cause I'm basketball Horvat. I'm basketball <laughs> Jones with a Z. Hooping with Horvat. Hooping with Horvat. Yeah, Ryan's right. This is fake news. He's going to be a Laker. He, probably, probably. He's not going to be a Maverick. They tried it. They went with the experiment. They went to see if Luke and Kyrie would work. It clearly did not. The fact that they didn't even get to a play-in game, like they couldn't even make them play. Like, yeah, they're boo-boo. Yeah, it's it's bad. So, fake news. Kyrie's not coming back to Dallas. And you know what, man? I always like, whenever I have a question about what's going to happen in the offseason, I just ask Trista because she pays attention to the NBA way more than I do. Mm -hmm. I play real sports, football. But (laughs) she was like, no chance Kyrie goes to the Lakers. They don't have enough to give up. They don't have this. They don't have that. They 
they won't be able to make it work financially. I always have to remind people, LeBron gets what LeBron wants. We have to, we can't. Although, you know what, does he? Because he didn't get Kyrie and he had to go to social media and cry about and it this year. And all of a sudden, they're kind of having some attractive players, right? Like Austin Reeves, Rui. Like, you could That's throw Jared Vanderbilt. Like, you could throw some That's guys in a package. And LeBron traded Andrew Wiggins before he ever played an NBA game for Kevin Love. So He's going to get whatever he wants. That's okay? very true. So Kyrie will be a Laker. All right, Embiid. Oh, no. I'm worried about foul trouble. I need one more point. More. I mean, we're in the third quarter. Yeah. I would be shocked if he didn't get there, but I'm going to shut my mouth because yeah. it's you happened should, before. You should do that. He's got 25 points. I literally just need one more bucket, and I get to ring that there bell. I have over 25 and a half. He's got 25 points. We got two minutes, nine seconds to go in the third quarter. It's 83-76. Celtics on the live line, six and a half point favorites. Live total sitting there at 223 and a half. Uh, looking at some of the other player props for tonight, Jalen Brown has 21 points. Seven boards and four assists. So if you went over on his points, rebounds, and assists, you're about there. Malcolm Brogdon, Peach, five points on two of eight shooting, three dimes, two rebounds. Jason Tatum has 17 points, four assists, five rebounds, but tweaked his ankle uh, falling into the crowd. I haven't seen him back since. Marcus Smart, 13 points tonight, three of seven from three-point land. So he goes over on his three-pointers. Maxie has 13 on four of 12 shooting. Embiid. 25 points on 7 of 13 shooting, 7 boards and 2 assists. Tobias Harris, 7 points on 3 of 5 shooting. Uh, DeAnthony Melton actually went over 7.5 points. He's got 8. I almost played that. I should have. And Harden, 8 points, 1 of 9 shooting, 1 of 3 from 3, 6 boards, 7 assists, 6 turnovers. James Harden, that's not going to get you a chip. No, it's not. Incredibly impressed with how efficient Boston is tonight. All 5 of their starters are in double figures. Brown's leading the way, but that's what makes him tough, Ryan, is, you know, Tatum and Brown obviously lead the way, but they have other dudes that can obviously step up. Um, Embiid, you know what makes Embiid so good? Guy's 10 for 10 from the free throw line. And he plays defense. that big and tall, like, it, it's unfair that he shoots free throws that way. And here's the thing. You always hear me stick up for guys like Mike Trout. I hate the Mike Trout jokes. I'm guilty sometimes, like in the World Baseball Classic. But Mike Trout doesn't play in the postseason because he's a baseball player and he bats four times. He he gets four ABs per game. Right. So, like, he can't just take the ball over and dominate a game and get you into the postseason. Aaron Rodgers chokes because he's got guys like Ladarius Gunter covering Julio Jones in <laughs> NFC Championship games. And Embiid chokes in the playoffs because he's never healthy. And he's got a bunch of bums always riding his coattails. Ben Simmons getting the yips. Yeah. James Oldman Fat Harden. Like... If Embiid doesn't get to the Eastern Conference Finals, it's not his fault. I don't want to hear people slander him and say he didn't deserve the MVP. Because that's nonsense. He's got 25 points right now. 10 of 10 from the charity stripe, like you said. You know what else makes Boston great? The fact that they're unselfish and they share the basketball. Mm -hmm. Their starting lineup right now, man, Tatum has four assists. Marcus Smart has four assists. Jalen Brown has four assists. Al Horford has two assists. Derek White has two assists, and then off the bench, Brogdon has three assists. They have 20 assists to Philadelphia's 14. I mean, they just play really good team basketball. They pass up good looks for better looks, and that's why I picked them last year to win the finals and bet them at 35-1, to but they let me down. So we'll see if Jason Tatum could actually get it done this year or if he's going to be sending uh, direct messages to Kobe again. Is it fair to say the winner of this series is going to the NBA Finals, or are you still terrified of Jimmy Butler potentially? No, no. no. Jimmy Butler, yeah, I I just think, I hate to say this, man, I think the Bucs are a bunch of choke artists. I do too. The Heat were better. Like, you watch those games, the Heat were the better team. 
Oh no, I'm so. being sitting with 25. See, I don't want to. I, I know these. I know you don't want to sweat. No, I don't want to sweat this because now Boston will want a 40 to nothing run. <laughs> it's 83-76. James Harden's on the bench. I don't know. He's got full warm-ups on. He's got, like, two towel pillows on his legs. What's going on here? Every time I look over at the Devils game, I feel like they put a shot on goal, and yet they, they still haven't scored yet. It's just it's one of those games. They just simply cannot score. But we see it all the time in playoff hockey. Team goes into the third period. There can even be ten minutes left trailing by two goals, and they somehow find a way to tie the game. Send I'm, not feeling, I'm not feeling like that's happening yeah, tonight, though. No, I don't feel very good about this one. Yeah. Yeah, Carolina is a tough team to do that against, especially when they're at home. So. All right, when we come back, we got to look at game three. Denver Phoenix coming up. I got a money line bet in this game. I got two player props. We'll give out our picks, and we'll be 20 minutes closer to 10. Phoenix four and a half point favorites. The total is 25 and a half.